When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're your top eight. Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and mostly trashy world of reality TV and some docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be in New Orleans, so Cajun, it can be in Greece, so Roman, it can be be in Long Beach or LA, we're not quite sure, or Santa Monica, it could be in a bunch of places, but at the end of the day, hopefully something mildly sweet. Hello! Hi. Hi. So today Hi. we're talking 90 Day Single Life Season 4, Episode 8, Chantel Gets a Taste. That is so misleading. Like, this episode is w- way less about Chantel than almost every other. It should have been like, um, Veronica Gets Back. It should be like, um, Jamal is a Gaslighter. That's what the name of this episode should have been. Jamal is a Gaslighter. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. I had an opposite uh, opinion of you. I thought that she was beyond crazy. Oh, I think that he is um, a gaslighter and and a little kid. He's immature. Okay, let's start off with Chantel, though. Um, So Chantel and her friends get invited to a festival. What Mm -hmm. festival? They are not aware of it until they get there. And she's just like, I'm so excited to see his culture. Um, Yeah, it was interesting because we're like, oh, exciting. Now, they pull up and the festival is a bunch of out. It's outdoor picnic tables and long, long picnic tables with people sitting like obviously family style, you know, uh, just that's what we see. So we're like, Oh, okay. Uh, also yeah. this, you know, it's Ob- just, yep. The environment I can't imagine a world gives you something. In- the environment shows you what you're getting into. Go. Ahead. Yeah. It, it almost looked like low key, like a not Hawaiian luau, you know, like that kind of thing. Just like it kind of that little vibe or whatever. Not I didn't see any pigs, but it's so interesting because if someone was like, hey, do you want to go to a festival tonight? I'd be like, great. What festival? And they would be like, blah, 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 blah. So I'd be like, what is that? And they would answer. I just can't imagine a world like Chantel's world where she's like, hey, what's happening? And that person's like, what are you doing tonight? And she's like, nothing. And he's like, do you want to go to a festival? And she's like, okay. And then she just leaves and it gets dressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, Okay. And then that's it. That's all she needs to know because now she's going to get, you know, hair and makeup on. But yeah. This festival is a festival of snails, honey. It's this festival of the snail. Uh, have you ever eaten snails? 
I want to say no, but I think that I might have in New York City one time. I, I had a very adventurous friend who would like make me eat all kinds of things. And so maybe one me. of those things. Yeah, I wasn't. One of those things was snail. Um, but I would have done that, though, Chris. So I see what you're saying. But if somebody were to invite me to a festival in a foreign place, I'm just like, I don't know. It doesn't matter what the festival's for. I don't I don't know. Why? What do you mean? You're, what is it for? You're, you're, like, because it's like exciting to know because you're curious because you're gonna like take part. What's the festival for? Like, what is special time? I'm like, I'm like a Disney princess. Like, I'm in Greece during what special time? I can't wait to find out what's special. Time. I would like Google it, you know, you know, I would just like later on find out like what do you wear to the Blavity Blue Snail Festival? You know, like what do they do there? Is there a trip advisor review about it that I could read? I'll kill you right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Waffle, well, you wouldn't go on TikTok and be like, what's happening at the snail festival? Like, I feel like you do your, you know, you know, no, you do your research. You need to know yeah, everything do. about every single situation that you would come into. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's so interesting. Chris is the one of us that does all of the research on everything. And she's so, she knows, but don't ask her because then her brain freaks out. Like, she's like, I don't, I, 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 it's so, you guys would not even know. This girl goes dive, dive deeping in deep diving into any <laughs> fucking thing that she wants to know but the things that she needs to know absolutely will do not a dive deep not a deep dive okay. <laughs> not a deep i dive. have an answer Anyways. yes <laughs> i have an answer listen i've said this before my knowledge i'm already like 42 or whatever like i can't believe i told you my natural age but like see this water <laughs> bottle it has water in it right like already there's already water in it so if you put you more water, water in, in it what that's the smallest opening you just like, <laughs> that's what he said. Did you f- so anyway, like the, if you put more water, I know you put more water in, some will leak out. Some will just fall out because it's just, you know, and so at the same time, it's like, I can't know everything, you know? And I think that, yes, I'm very smart, but sometimes the pressure can be a little too much for me to just like, yeah, so you have a for everything out. for everyone all of the time. But anyway, and you know, the this. answer it's funny. Anywho, sometimes. so she I don't have the energy to give it. Yeah, but you you are you smart and you're like I don't know. Um, so she gets oh, there she and she's like, "Oh, I imagine at this festival we are going to be cuddling. I imagine at this festival he is he I don't know. But when she got there, she didn't go. Oh, there's going to be no cuddling. Okay, 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 okay. I see what's happening now. It's not a it's not a walk. It's not the Renaissance Fair." It's not a walk around situation. It is a pay your t- entrance fee at the door, sit down and people will bring you food and wine and other things. And she cannot handle that. She's sitting next to her friend and she's like, he hasn't even like gotten up and asked me to sit on his lap yet. He, we, I don't understand. I thought we were going to be like cuddling. And then he's like, oh, it's a snail festival. And she's like, snail, like I know what escargot is. And I'm like, girl, you're not in fucking France. So call it whatever it is in, in Greece, in Greek. And so then she's like, I don't, I don't want to eat this. And like, I, oysters, I know what oysters are. Oysters are for, uh, as an aphrodisiac. And I'm like, bitch, you are not at an oyster festival. What are you, why do you even bring up oysters? Like, are you saying that oysters are the snails of the sea? But I'm pretty sure they're sea snails. I I don't know for sure, but I'm sure there's other things that we eat in the sea that is more akin to, but you don't like oysters either. Chris doesn't like anything from the sea, you guys. All so of she, these, I couldn't, I could not disguise, all of these are not oh, you, for you, me. For, for the Francophile, you couldn't do escargot? No. Oh, 
Tell us more. Oh, I have weird food. I mean, I, I have a weird food things or just not things I eat. <laughs> I mean, I'm not weird food things. Like I just, I, you listen, I'm just a very American. So unfortunately I eat chicken, I eat beef, <laughs> I eat turkey, you know, I eat like cured pork and that's fucking it. Like I'm not even like super like Western American where I could be like, give me some elk. I like that elk protein bison. So good for you. Like, nope, nope, naughty. Nope. I don't eat goose on Christmas duck. No, thanks. No frog legs, no alligator. I'm cool. Like my, I keep my meats on the DL, you know, like the, just the basic one. I'm like the basic no bitch. No I'm a pumpkin spice okay. latte of meats. And I don't, I wish I didn't even eat real. I mean, whatever meats are meats. It's just, I don't, you know, I spent a long time being vegetarian. So yeah, girl, I, I, we, I was there during the vegetarian age. I know. So I'm not someone who wants to eat. I don't want to even think it. Yeah. I don't want something to even look like it's from an animal. So that sounds incredibly privileged. Like I should know that it's an animal. Of course I do. But like you snail, I cannot texture. Just no, thanks. I cannot do it. Okay. That's no, you can't. I like ground beef. I know that sounds horrible. Like, you know, I just can't, it's, I just have to like consume it, the protein, and then just not think and like pray and like be grateful that someone gave me their life. You know? Yeah. You're right. Somebody. Um, I, uh, I, I, I understand what you're saying and I'm here. I hear you now back mm-hmm. to Chantel. So she <laughs> couldn't eat it and she like spits it out or whatever, but they don't show that. She got a taste. Yeah. She got a little taste of whatever the juices were in that. And then, um, she's upset because he isn't paying attention to her. Yeah. She wants and to be, she wants that male attention. And they're sitting at a, like a table where all of her friends are on one side and he's on the other side with his friends and she doesn't speak their language. And so all she and we see is him kind of like talking to his bro friends, sometimes looking at her, sometimes whatever, speaking in a different language. Now I'll tell you right now, why aren't they giving us subtitles for them? Right? Um, I don't know. They know, like, they're not speaking in a made-up language, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, either Greek or whatever he is. Like, I, I think he's from, I forgot where he's actually from. I don't know. But there, I don't know. Here's the truth. I don't know what? enough about Greek to understand if there's many different languages in, in Greece or dialects of the Greek language. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there there are. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. They can, they know, they can give us the... You're yeah, right. I can pay for that. I know. Yeah, you're right. So, and they don't because they kind of, I feel like, want us to think that they're like low key, maybe talking shit. Like it looks kind like not in a, like it does kind of look like they're just kind of like <laughs> like you know like I, I mean I'm I can't speak about you know like and she is just across the table just like. Mm-hmm, staring mm-hmm. daggers and her mm-hmm. friend and then she's like it just feels like he's not paying attention to me and her friend's like oh he's totally not no he's not he's not i mean he's not paying attention to you you know and then her other friends the other two friends are just like back here back here just like we can't even really talk to you we're, on, we're so far away this table is so awkwardly set up you know so that's another yeah i mean you're right but here's the truth if i'm in a festival in a foreign country i don't need a man who's from that country to pay attention to me i'm gonna figure it out because i'm an adult now i don't care i don't i I agree i don't don't think that she has a security like you do for a bunch of reasons i'm not you know and i think that she is showing her insecurity with wanting and needing attention at every single morsel and i think that it also screams emotional immaturity but it's also something that is so very basically a you know a hardcore femme trait that we've seen before and we'll see again 
you know? Yeah. She's like, I don't know if we're going to be right for each other in the future, but right now he's not cuddling me in front of everybody. So I don't think so. Okay. Let's move on. The snail festival. Let's move on. Um, Let's go to Debbie because it was a little Mm -hmm. short one too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like we want to keep the heavy hitters like Natalie, John and Veronica to the last. Okay. So Debbie, Debbie is uh, been driving around with Ruben until the sun went down. Okay. And now they're on their way to his home and we find out that he is a caretaker for his parents. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I love that. Uh, He is in his sixties and his parents are then I guess in their eighties. And so they get to the house and the father is like, hello. Huh? Hello, hi, I'm Debbie. Debbie. Ah, okay. Like he literally, they put a mic on him. He knew what was happening, but he's got to watch his TV. So he's watching TV. He's not, he doesn't care. He's like, cool, Debbie. Great. Okay, bye. And so then they go outside and sit in some lovely plastic chairs, just the ch- plastic chairs that is at every cookout that you've ever been to, every backyard. Uh, every like fiesta siesta it's there so they sit on Mm -hmm. this and then they start talking about some real deal stuff and he's like listen a you're gonna have to move to miami b and help me take care of my kids i mean my my parents that is what it is it is to be with ruben the cuban and debbie's like well this is different because i didn't feel awkward at all the dad was so sweet and then we went outside and now i'm like oh i have to move to florida i this scene is bananas for one billion reasons because Ruben comes in and is, says the following things in a row, which is like blows your mind, blows your mind. He's like, "Hey, just so you know, Loki. After uh, I last night when I took you on that date and we had the best time of our lives, just so you know, like my mom wasn't feeling good and ends up she had to go to the hospital." And Debbie's like, "Why didn't you, Ruben? Ruben, why didn't you just stay and take care of your mom?" And he's like, "No, Debbie, it's because my mom would have wanted to die knowing that I like had taken you out last night and, and maybe dance with you, like you know, like whatever." And she's like, "Ruben, that's crazy." And then Ruben's like, "Debbie, just so you know, it's really important to me that we just like that you move here, that we just like we're in love." And we're, we're going to be together for the rest of our lives. She's like, Ruben, I don't know. I think, let me tell you, my last relationship with Osama, I moved too fast. And so now I just got to really make sure that my heart and my head are together. And Ruben does a fucking 180. He's like, yes, of course, that's what I'm saying. We need to make sure that our both, our hearts, our heads are together and that we take the time necessary to be together. Like he This part is red flags as red as if you're on Patreon, you see my shirt is red. And I know in my heart of hearts that Miss Debbie feels it. She felt it that this man, I think, is it for her. The minute that she saw that he, in fact, was more colorful than her, and she saw that, she's like, that's not right. And she was right. And in this moment, this conversation happens. And Debbie, the entire time, has a smile that is there that you know is the kind of generational Southern smile that's on the face of a woman who can grin and bear a situation until it passes. And it's a sort of tight cheek smile that makes me feel like she is out, all out mentally. I cannot <laughs> believe real i can, i think that even for her she's like nope not even whatever and maybe she feels like 
she has a nice man and she's in Miami and he has a tricycle he'll drive around her with. And maybe she feels like she can't go to Julie to be like, I fucked up again, Julie. And this one's even crazier, you know, like I'm not quite sure which one it is, but I know that in this moment she would be rather watching like Price is Right or Jeopardy in the house with the dad than like this conversation with Ruben. And that's what I know. It's so interesting because they have left that mother in the hospital by herself. Her husband's not there with her. It's not COVID. So I had so many, it's one thing for Ruben to not be there, but the fact that his dad isn't there is problematic. And listen, I don't know their lives. I don't know what she's going through. I wish her all the best, but that was really weird for me. Um, So she's like, I gotta think about it. And then we move on to John. Mm-hmm. Okay. We are at we are at this, John, but before this, we have a little bit that we want to talk about with John. Cut this out. This is for Patreon only. We're back. So if you guys didn't get to hear that and you did, patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month. Okay. Now, John is in the car ride home very quiet or somewhere. Okay. They're very, very quiet because now at this point. Um, he's like, how, how bad could this night be? So he turns to <laughs> Texas Amy and he's like, you want to go to a bar, get a drink? I think we deserve a drink. And so she's like, okay. So then they go to a bar and have a drink in which she's just like, wow, that was intense. And he's like, yeah, I didn't expect my family to do all that. And she's like, well, you, you know, your, your brother said that you were not interested in having kids. And he's like, I didn't say I wasn't interested in having kids. I said, I wasn't interested in a baby. I said I wasn't interested in a baby. And and definitely, if I am, I'm not definitely interested in it now. Um, and so she's like, well, I mean, one thing that I do want to put on you is that we can't go much further unless you move to Texas. Like, I just can't do this long distance thing. And he's like, ah, well, I don't like timelines and I don't like ultimatums. So uh, I, what I'm saying is that maybe I might consider it, but uh, definitely don't ask me to tell you when. And I'm telling you right now, I, you know, this is triggering for me because I'm like, what do you mean you don't like timelines? How do you plan for anything if you don't have a timeline? Like, I just don't get, how do you know what your day is going to be? If you don't go, okay, I'm at two, I'll do this at four, I'll do this. And if by five, I don't have this done, then I fucked up. And my day is lost. I mean, I don't know, like how I want to actually, I'm going to say it in a way where I'm going to call in. I want that ability and I don't have it. I don't know how people do it. So I need to be taught this thing in which someone and their child. Yeah. I want to help you with river, but like, I don't know if I could do it next week or next month or even next year. I don't want that put on me. I want to take my time to decide when I'm going to do it. Leave you on the edge of your seat until I'm ready. And then I'll tell you. And hopefully you're still around. Like, is that, I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Well, that's for him. Yeah, that's what he wants. You know, I think that he, yeah. I mean, I think that for him, he maybe thinks, well, you just met my family. I got to get, now I have to marinate, marinate and sit and think if this is going to work out. And, you know, like, I think that probably for him, it was a little jarring and, you know, maybe nervous to have like everyone be pointing out obvious 
you know, issues in their relationship. And so to then suddenly be like, well, let's figure it out right now. Probably he couldn't give an answer that he felt comfortable with and then needed to delay the conversation in order to sit and think about it. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, yeah, someone's ready to lay everything out and has come prepared with that. The other person mentally may not have been prepared to lay everything out at that time. You know, maybe he literally thought, oh, well, we met my sister and, or my sister-in-law, my brother, you're leaving. We're going to have one other, one more time together. Maybe he just wasn't expecting like a intense mind conversation and was in a different vibe. You know, that's a lot of grace I'll give him. Yeah, that is a lot of grace. I, I guess what I would say then to that is then say how you're feeling in that moment. Say my answer is no. Because that's what your answer is to me is I cannot give you this because I wasn't thinking of that. And so in this, in this moment, moment, I can't give you an answer to your question in this moment. Uh, I have to, you know, you, you would have to, you would say then the answer is no. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you tell me I can't give you an answer for that in this moment, then I, as the person who requires an answer would then go, okay, it's no then. Because otherwise you would just say, yes, I can do this or no, I can't do this. And the way that you are stuck is because mm. you, but you're demanding answer no. an answer. You can't just always demand an answer from someone the minute that you want to demand an answer from someone. Doesn't that seem selfish and rude? Like someone doesn't have to give you a hundred percent their opinion on something. The minute you demand their opinion on something. If I'm in a relationship with them and we're trying to like create something together, then yes, I, 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 I would say yes, but now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, okay, is that wrong? Okay. That's a good little, that's a good segue for me to now think about. So I shall go ahead. People, I think in, and I mean like in a narrow divergent way, like access information and like have different reactions to things differently and their minds work through things differently. And, you know, I think that, so I think that, it's hard to just demand someone to give you something in that moment and then get mad at them if it's not the exact thing that you say and or put upon them an answer that they're not saying. So if like, he's like, I can't deal with an ultimatum right now because, you know, and he's just like, I really, I really like and care for you, but like, I can't give you the answer right now because we're at maybe at a bar and I'm dealing with, you know, the, maybe the emotional thing of having just seen, it's just, it's a lot to demand of someone in, the, in that moment because you want something, you know, which is an immediate, like, it's not that you don't deserve an answer and not you or her. Of course, yes, you, you can't go your life not thinking like what's happening. You of course will get an answer, but I think there's a certain patience and grace of when it will come. It doesn't have to come the minute you answer, you, you ask for, it can come, you know, like that night, later in the morning, 24 hours, give me three days, you know, like 24 hours to three days, I think is a good time to be able to have someone sit with an, with something and give you a good answer. That's my, that's how I would answer. That's would say, you know? Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
All right. Great perspective. Okay. Um, so he's like, I don't want this right now. And then it feels like the very same night he's taking her to the airport. So mm-hmm. when she said a day, a day, one in and out, in and out, honey, in and animal out, animal style, mean, animal dropped, style. That's what a hamburger is all about. Like, I mean, I mean, it came in and then had sex, went to dinner, gave an ultimatum, had went to have drinks, and then took her back to the airport. That's probably why he was like, ultimatum, you're one day here. I thought we were just going to go and have a date now, you know, like a normal time, you know, like where you're in my, I mean, it's not that they didn't go to Vegas. They did not. Like, think about where they went to dinner. Like, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not saying that you, if you live in Vegas, you're not always going to the strip. And definitely she drove by the strip and she definitely was only there for a night. But it's so funny that like that, they're not part of that one night was like, take you to Harris. Take you to Golden Nugget? Not a flamingo. Right? I mean, like, uh, yeah, I don't. Not a, not a show? She's never been out of Texas. Not a show. Uh, No. Anyway, she deserves better. She she, she, deserves more. She deserves more. So then he takes her to the airport and she's like, well, think about it because we have my daughter to think about. And so at this point we've been dating for three months. I need you to decide like if you are able to move and like really have this relationship because she recognizes that all they've been doing is fucking in three star hotels. Now, um, he's like, what could go wrong? And then his car starts to smoke. And so he pulls over and I'm just like, your car is smoking. What world? I live in a... I'm like, call your dad. <laughs> your car is smoking? What do you do? I would be like, what do I do? Dad, my car is smoking. Come, come pick me up. Okay, well, I'm a, I can get you. Where are you? Not 2,000 miles away. Yeah, triple A is the answer. No, no, everyone's dad is now triple A, honey. You know, I mean, just yeah, that's unfortunate. And I think that he should be in all. The, I mean, John should be in all the A's, honey, yes. top to bottom. If it's an A, yeah. sign him up. N A A A triple A. Yeah, all the batteries, everything. Um, yeah. my um, I thought I think about that all the time. Whenever I see a car on the side of the road because of snow, I'm like, oh my god, do they, do they call their dad? And then you're like, oh, you can't call your dad. Well, him, you, ha- I will still call my dad. Okay, I want you to know that I will still call him, and I will make him sit on the phone with me until someone comes. I'll be like, hey, after he, you call AAA I'm, because that's I'm in happened. a ditch. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm in a ditch, and he's like, okay, call AAA. I was like, okay, I'm gonna hang up and call you back. So then I call AAA, and then I call him back, and I'm like, okay, they're gonna come. You gonna what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm I'm in my garden. I'm uh, you see my oranges? And so he's going to show me his oranges. So I'm in a ditch in the middle of the darkness at 5.30 p.m. on a snowy Minnesota highway. And my father is at home on a sunny California day picking oranges. Great. Uh, life. God bless him. God bless him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So let's get on. Let's move on. Um, we have Veronica. Yeah. We have Veronica and Natalie, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Veronica and Natalie. Okay. 
Um, let's do you go. Natalie. So mm-hmm. Natalie, we're picking up on Natalie having a cold introduction to her meet off with Josh, which is, I feel like poorly produced because the last thing we saw was that meet she off? had had me, they're meeting. Oh, I thought so you they're said like standoff. It's like a standoff, oh. like meet off. Cause okay, like a standoff meet off. This is why I'm so annoyed by it because the last we saw of them together was her brilliant Shakespeare monologue where she is given an Academy Award winning role in a new horror movie. We saw that. Then from there, we get them go, her and her mom going to Halloween and going to breakfast, those scenes. And in those scenes, which are now after the Hall- the after that dinner scene, is where we remember what Mike is like and we talk about how Natalie should have already had kids, but she didn't have kids because she keeps getting married to guys that, yes, love her, but she keeps leaving them, which is like, okay, so that's what... But then her remembering, I guess, that was supposed to be the impetus to her be like, but you know who doesn't love me? This Josh. Because mom, Josh, actually, now that I think about it, doesn't love me, especially not like as much as all these other guys like Mike did. He won't even let me come to his home. He doesn't want to spend not one holiday with me not halloween not christmas he didn't invite me to christmas said that he doesn't want his daughter to like meet me we're supposed to assume that at some point this now they have called each other and been like meet me for a weird coastal lunch okay i'll meet you at that weird pier for the coastal lunch okay and that's the scene where she comes in he sees her she doesn't give him eye contact and she sits down and she won't hug him like am i right like that's like what the storyline is. Yeah, it's very, it's very A to C, and I just needed to see B. Why didn't they give us? Yeah, like uh, they they didn't give us a phone call, a text, like a little flashback of them having an awkward exchange. I'm so interested why they didn't give us a scene where she, Natalie was like, Josh, for Christmas, I would love to, uh, you know, bring some keys for your kids and, and get to know them. And plus, I don't have anywhere to go for Christmas, you know, with my mom, you know. And he's like in Arizona and he's like, well, I w- you can't come with your mom, you know. And she's like, but Josh, I live now in California where you told me, you know, like, we don't get that conversation, really. Like, what we get is her talking about it. And then this scene. So now this scene is her just basically having already been like it's obvious you don't love me don't even try and tell me you don't love me and he's kind of like well i care for you yeah i did everything i could he is so excited for this breakup he is so excited for it because the way that he allows her just to like walk away as though it was her idea is so fuckboy brilliant of him uh, so, yeah like obvious, he just but, is like she gets there and she's like oh i don't hug you and she's another person with lots of like things in her hair what is that called extensions so oh she walks up you know the way she walks up kind of reminds me of like you know at the beginning of golden girls when they have the like montage mm-hmm. of all of them and blanche <laughs> blanche walking yes blanche walking out of her bedroom with the like head uh the the uh the mask it's nose up with the silk with the silk outfit she's like dorothy i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> and then like walks okay. that is what she looks like if you guys know the beginning of golden girls yes yes Where rue 
McClanahan, aka Blanche, just like walks from the bedroom with such authority with her silk outfit on. Okay. And so then she's like, I don't want a hug. And then she's like, I I deserve more, Josh. Okay, I give you everything. I'm one in a million woman, and I don't deserve to not know anything. You don't even want inviting to your to meet your family. I move here for you. Me and mama is here for you. And there's nothing. I don't know what I can do. And he's like, well, I'm very sorry, Natalie. Um, I, I've given you everything that I can give you. And I do care for you a lot. And she's like, Josh, it's two years of my life. And he's like, it's also two years of my life. And this is where we end. This is where we're at. And I, sorry, I can't give you everything that you ever wanted. I have given you everything that I can. I've got a lot going on in my life and I'm, you know, and she's just like, okay, well, you know, I can't have weak man. I can't have weak man in your week. So she does all the Mm -hmm. things. She insults him, calls him weak. Um, She also talks about how she is, you know, don't be treating her like a regular I'm not a regular woman, Josh. I have camera crew follow me around, okay? I help you. I'm not a regular American or even Ukrainian woman. I am. I deserve love. And everything Don't you that look she's... Look at me my eyes. Look at my eyes. Everything my eyes. woman says to him, I think to myself, you left Mike for this. You left Mike who would have given you this had you at least gotten an interpreter job, had you d- tried anything to actually make money in this you in this world, you would have more right now because Mike would have done it for you. And you chase this stupid dream with a stupid fuckboy, and this is what happens. Men bring me so much pain. Maybe I'm meant to be alone, and that's okay. I'll be alone. And we're all like, you're not going to be alone. What are you talking about? Um, I have to have someone to heal me, and and Josh is not here to heal me. He just I listen. I'll be honest. I agree with her, and because of, of what she wants, it just took her so long. I, it's she's she wants to play by the old school rules. Like so, I mean, for her, it's like yeah, girl, you like she thought that she like had hooked a fuck boy and the truth of the matter is she never did. Like she, she put all her eggs in her, in his basket and like didn't vet him. And she like, didn't do all like this, you know, super like trad stuff that she could have done. Like, you know, I'm saying like, you know, like she's not making it seem like that she has any other prospects, but him, she makes it, you know, like, she and this is like very interesting she's like she breaks down she's like i have nothing here you know i'm in los angeles i just have my mom which is true but half of me is like why don't you like at this point have any other friends in america like this like mike you have your claws in but like you've been here enough like you should have more friends like you're in la it's not hard to make friends the same thing with rob it's like not hard to like you know make some money when you have like certain things going for you like attractiveness for her i do think that like she's weird for her not to have friends and the second thing is she needs to like date multiple men and then like use them against each other she's not in a place to like land a guy who she thinks is super attractive and can give her a job and like thanks god like in her mind josh like is like a talent agent and has connections and I want him and he's so hot. And it's like, Natalie, you're not gonna be able to get a guy with both. You're gonna mm-hmm. hear, you're gonna have to like try and get like a, 
disgusting guy that can give you connections or a hot guy, which if you, and, I'm, and I think with your celebrity, you absolutely could get a hot guy, but like, you know, mm-hmm. he's not going to like be able to like pay for things. Yep. So you're right. You're right. You're right. That's what it is, babe. And I'm just telling you because I think that that's what you're going for. And if it's not you're going for, I'm not saying you have to do that, but that's what feels like you want. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so she it ends with that. He, she allows him to give her a hug. Um, and she actually gives him like a, like a good hug. She like jumps on her tippy toes and grabs him around his neck. And then, um, the next thing we have is her hugging no. the tree. Oh, yeah. crying. Yeah. And then, um, then sitting on the curb, bawling into her hands with cute shoes. Um, so the hugging a tree, the hugging a tree. Do you, I like to hug trees by the way. Did you ever hug a tree? No. Why? Um, I'm just, I'm worried about the texture and also I'm worried about ants or bugs getting on me that are actually on the tree after I hug it. Yeah. You're not wrong. So, um, okay. So last, but certainly not in least is Veronica and Jamal. So they are on the car ride home after this date that Jamal find, found to be awkward. The date in mm-hmm. which, um, Veronica spoke to, uh, Louisa in what feels like five minutes worth of conversation, but perhaps it was more. And, um, she's like, he's like, do you always feel the need to protect or like make Tim's girlfriends feel comfortable? It's like, he has a problem with that. And then he's like, also, do you always feel like you have to do things for, for Tim? Because it's weird that like, he doesn't know how to order his own steak. And she's like, no, I admit to you that it's weird that he doesn't know how to order his own steak, but you know, it's, I want to make everybody in the situation feel comfortable. Um, and you know, I, he's just like, I, w- I, w- you know, like keep making these choices and we're just going to see what happens. And I was like, oh, what? what okay. That's, um. and then she like on an offhand compares like the mother son relationship to her and Tim, which I saw what she was trying to do because she really does see Tim as like a family, but Jamal found it to be wildly fucking inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Wildly inappropriate. Yeah. To the point where he then starts to gaslight her. But so that's just, I feel like this entire ride, he is saying all things in a calm voice. And when she then is like having a reaction to it, he's like, why are you yelling? Why are you, I'm sorry. Why are you getting upset? Why, what, what, why are you raising your voice? Why are you? And she's like, well, because I'm not raising my voice at you. I'm just passionate about what I'm saying right now. And he's like, oh, like, so that's where the gaslighting to me begins. I, you know what, I hate to put, I mean, both people are, I think, insufferable, but like, I think that he, he wants to say this. Why are you taking, cause she's, she feels very, she's in, when she's in this dinner, she's like, this is how, you know, Tim wants a steak. And then she like, instead of acquiescing to make, you know, the girlfriend feel like she also has ownership over the man that she's dating. She then like, is kind of like, well, this is who he is. And let me tell you if, you know, like what it's like. And I think that what he, Jamal was trying to say is like, why do you feel the need to, you know, control every part of like what's happening in this social situation. But instead she's like, no, I'm just speaking Spanish to someone who's like, who would rather speak Spanish. And I don't, I'm like, I don't think that she wants to, she don't think she is like, I need to speak Spanish right now with someone. I feel like she even like kind of put that on her, but okay. And then Jamal is like, the way that she's talking to him, she's like, well, I'm just doing it because I'm doing it. Because she's, she's yes, raising her voice, but in, 
it also sounds condescending, which is why I think Jamal's like, well, don't speak to me like I'm a child. Stop raising your voice to me. I'm not a child. And that is when she won't. She's like, well, I, that's when I think that she she gets, you know, truly indefensible. She like loses her goddamn mind. They've never should been, I felt like should, they should never have been together. They don't have chemistry. I don't see them even like enjoying any sort of romantic vibes together. But in this situation, she and Tim have weird vibes that they have to get over their own connection because I think it's going to be detrimental for them to experience that with someone else. They're in some sort of like trauma bond together. And that's, what's very fucking obvious. And Jamal, I don't think has emotional IQ to say that, but what he's feeling, he can't quite say. And so I think that that's him doing that. But if you were around the toxicity of Veronica and Tim and saw the relationship, I would never want to be around it. I would be like, Oh, you're in a relationship with someone. I wouldn't, this is, I, it's not respectful for me. You're the way you're being with that person. And the way that you're allowing that person to be with you is not respectful for my place in your life. Truly. So I blame her and she's, cause she's especially, she's more seasoned in this case than Jamal and should know better. I guess I just saw it as, I see what you're saying. I saw it more so if him trying to communicate, but then not being able to do it. And so he then latches on to the fact that they spoke Spanish. So she says that she wants to make Luisa comfortable. And then he changes the subject matter. He changes who he's specifically talking about when he then has his follow-up question. And she's like, well, I just wanted to do that for her. And he's like, I'm not talking about Luisa specifically. And she's like, oh, when did we switch the subject matter? Like, when did we switch from talking about Louisa's specific situation to me and Tim and all of his girlfriend's situation? And so he then is like, I don't know why you keep bringing up Louisa. She's like, because you specifically said about Louisa and about me speaking Spanish. And he's like, no, I changed the subject. That's how I felt to me. And so I could see a completely where she was going from, from that. And then he's mm. like, oh, you look really mad. And she's like, she's like, I, I am mad because now you're like making it about something else when a, your original question was specifically about Louisa. And then she, he's, he's like, don't treat me like a child. And she's like, what? I'm just having a conversation with you and it's passionate. So if I'm raising my voice, it's not because I'm yelling at you as a person. I'm just frustrated with the situation. And then she gets upset. She takes off her mic and she lets her dog out. And he's like, so do you want me to leave or, and I, I'm like, how did you jump from, you know, talking about specifically Louisa, then to don't raise your voice at me because I'm not a child. And then when she just like, is like, I'm done. I don't want to have this conversation anymore. He's like, so do you want me to leave? And she's like, what? <laughs> I didn't say I wanted you to leave. I just said, I'm done with this conversation right now. And he's like, this is way too extra. And I'm like, you don't get to say inflammatory things, remain calm in your voice and your tenor. And then then escalate it and make it seem like it's more than what's happening in order to make her feel like she's wrong. It, it was to me, classic gaslighting. I can see what you're saying. Cause I feel like, what, okay. I think what he wanted to say is you and Tim have a toxic relationship where you try, where you feel like, and I feel like what he's, what, he, what she did is like, he's not saying what it clearly what he's trying to say, which is why do you feel the need 
to control the situation because you don't need to control him or her. You just need to be with me. And she's like, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. He's like, why are you yelling? And she's like, I'm just passionately telling you, you know, this. And I, you know, I think that he, she, she becomes, you know, very defensive in this situation. And he, I don't know. I think that he's just neither not feeling it or not feeling an end to it, you know, like feeling there'd be no end. And I think it's because she has no awareness to even acquiesce that they have a toxic relationship, that there are certain patterns that she can see how she can fall into that she feeds into that she could be better about. I think in this situation, he doesn't, he doesn't, he wants to see that he never says any of that. But I think if she had given him a little more of, I see what you're talking about. I didn't need to, I don't need to control that. I, you know, I, I can just let them be and not have a control of their relationship because she's like, I want to make him feel good. I want to make her feel good. And it's like, let him have his relationship. Like, that's the truth is like, you'd have no, it's crazy and weird. It feels very weird for you, for you to even have such a care. And the truth of the matter is in the same way, it feels crazy that he is so into this relationship and you being so into his relationship is why he feels like he has to be. So in this relationship, this relationship between me and you will never be healed because you are both feeding into each other in such a way. And you have no awareness that it's going to ever stop. Correct. Yeah, you're right. I think that you are correct. However, he did not say that. <laughs> so that is wherein the problem lies is that he's unable mm. to communicate how he's feeling. And so he does other things to belittle what she's feeling. And that's where I, I get what you're saying. Like she is wrong in this as far as the overarching way that her and Tim interact with each other and interact with each other's partners. There is a boundary that has been crossed. You are correct. But he doesn't oh, yeah. have the nomenclature to be able to do that. So he he's shaming her instead. And that's if that's I was her friend, if I was if you were dating Tim and I went to a dinner where I saw Veronica with you and Tim, I would be like, you can't fucking date him. She's gonna kill you in your fucking sleep. Oh, wow. Okay. That's the vibe. Ooh, that's a strong vibe. Um, all right, that's she's all a strong woman. <laughs> okay. She has a lovely home. Every time I see that house, I'm like, God damn it. I want a lovely home. Um, all right, you guys. Thank you for sitting down and unpacking this um, Jamal, Veronica, Tim, Louisa conundrum that we are have been foist upon us because we didn't want it. Um, but if you did want to see the visuals of what you're listening to, you want to see Chris's red shirt and my blue shirt, mm-hmm. um, then you could join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month. You get exclusive content such as a live every first Monday of the month and other stuff. So if you're interested in that, please join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month. You could hear, you could just join us and be there and hear all the juicy gossip. Go ahead. Yes. Also, you can follow us at Instagram, uh, on Instagram at DocuSweeties. Also, we are at DocuSweeties1 and X. We have at DocuSweeties on TikTok. And the Facebook group uh, is the DocuSweeties podcast Facebook group. We love you guys so much. Consider giving us five stars if you haven't yet. Okay. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.